Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro and as always, I'll be interviewing one of my favourite people about one of my favourite subjects, beauty. Our sponsor this season is Malfi Gin, your ticket to the taste of the Amalfi Coast. Whether you're craving a colourful burst of Italian sunshine with their Con Arancia, a delightfully zesty gin Con Limone, or a deliciously delicate fruity gin with Rosa, you need to try this stylish taste of La Dolce Vita life. Now, this fortnight's guest is someone I recently met and was absolutely thrilled to meet them. Um, she's the only Irish Bravo celebrity that there is. She's the star of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. She's the chief stewardess. It's the gorgeous Dubliner, Miss Daisy Kelleher. Hi, Daisy. Thank you so much for agreeing to appear on The Glow Up. Yeah, of course. So we first met at BravoCon and I just heard another Irish accent in the room and my ears perked up. And then I realised that it must be you, the Irish chief stew from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. So how was your BravoCon experience? Oh, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you were there, you kind of, you saw it, it was all very quite overwhelming, but yeah, an incredible thing to be a part of. And yeah, I kind of went in with no expectations. So it was kind of what I expected, but and more, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was wild. Like, and I just kept thinking how overwhelming it must be, like being mobbed essentially by fans. <laughs> they're so passionate, I guess. Yeah, definitely. They're, you know, they're, um, I mean, yeah, they're Bravo fans, so they're they're pretty hardcore. And then, yeah. you know, to have come all that way to, you know, a lot of people to travel to come to New York and, you know, pay the money to go and, you yeah. know, they wanted to, yeah, see everyone and they were just so excited and obviously they wanted to get their selfie. So, you know, there were like these 10 second slots where, yes. you know, we're kind <laughs> of running away from like, oh God, I've got somewhere to be. But um, yeah, it was a very surreal experience and definitely, the only time I felt like a like anything near like a celebrity or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah, it it crazy. I guess it is very concentrated, right? It, it is all of the the super fans in one place. And how did you kind of prepare going into it? Like you looked amazing all weekend. So I know you had your glam squad, and we'll talk more about them later. But how do you kind of mentally prepare to be in a thousand selfies? Because I was kind of freaked out even just taking my own, taking so many, like, I don't know how I'd feel about being in thousands of people's phones then afterwards, you know? Well, I haven't really thought about it that way until you just said it. Sorry. So, yeah, it's kind of freaked me out. I'm sorry. That's, um, that's okay. <laughs> I think, you know, kind of like everything I do, I don't really think about it too much and just go with the flow because I think you know, you'll start to yeah overthink it you kind of um will freak yourself out a bit yeah I start going I'm going to be in thousands of people's personal phones sorry um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think at that stage you know I've, I'm on tv you know I'm all over the internet and I'm pretty you know reasonably well known at this stage so it was stressful trying to come together with outfits and yeah, yeah, the glam team and all that kind of stuff. But luckily I am, I'm not somebody who, I overthink a lot of things, but that's something I'm not, I don't really overthink. So yeah, I just had trust in the process and it's kind of like, you know, it'll be, it'll be, just need a nice dress and a good team behind you. And yeah, not to, to think about too much of the reality of what's happening. I didn't think <laughs> there was going to be in that many selfies. I don't think I thought, I kind of knew what to expect, but I guess the selfie part, I was a bit like, 
oh wow this is a lot it was feral um, almost the quest for selfies like you just hear the yeah. screams from one end of the room to the next and then I know people running. are gas. they don't even want to talk to you they just want the selfie like yeah. they just want yeah. the receipt um but yeah it was it, it was something I wasn't really that prepared for but yeah you just kind of go in and go okay we'll, we'll figure it out once we're there well, you looked amazing all weekend. So oh, thank you. don't worry too much about being in the phones. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about how your kind of whole below deck career got started. So have you, you've always been a, a boat person and you've always sailed, right? Yeah, no, that's right. I grew up in um, South County Dublin, you know, pretty close to Dunleary. And my parents are sailors. So, you know, I've I've always been part of, you know, sailing community and sailed um, down the yacht clubs since I was, you know, a young age. So that part of my life was always, um, yeah, it was always there. And then my dad used to be a yachty and my uncle still is. And all my aunties have kind of done a stint in yachting. So that's where I heard of it from my dad. And, you know, back, uh, I mean, at this stage, it was, oh God, I don't know when I was like 17 or whatever. So almost... 20 years ago, uh, you know, dad was trying to encourage me to go into yachting, but Google wasn't really a thing and neither was like Instagram or Facebook. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. You know, I, I thought it was like the Merchant Navy and I was like, oh, this doesn't really sound like me. So he was like, okay, we'll go and study hotel management. So I was like, okay, that sounds cool. So I went to Shannon and did my degree up there. And then I went to London for two years and I was like, oh, I'm not really into this. I work a lot and I'm poor. So I was like, <laughs> this sucks. And he was like, okay, well, now are you into yachting? And, and then at this stage, Google and Facebook was more of a thing. So I was able to visualize it more. Right. Uh, you know, this was like six or seven years later after he'd first kind of suggested it. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this looks a lot more up my street. And yeah, at 25, I went down to Antibes and got my first job and yeah, 10 years later, here I am. And what does it take to become a chief stew? Is it just experience? Like, do you, do you just have to do it for a few years and prove yourself to get that kind of position? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, every boat is different and, you know, every boat has its own requirement. It's just like any industry, you know, depending on the scale or what the owners want. But the, the main thing is definitely experience. Once you've been a chief stew in one boat, you can, you know, you can transition those skills onto other boats, but you could never enter the industry as a, as a chief stew, no matter what your experience um, in the world is, right. uh, you have to come in as a junior stew. Okay. And tell me, cause I don't know a lot about boats. I like, I'm trying to work out the differences. So sailing yacht, it's, it's a different kind of boat. Is that the difference? Um, I, I mean, it's not really that different, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a, a kind of super yacht, but just yeah. with sails. Right. And, you know, even the sailing part on boats that, that size, yeah, everything runs on hydraulics. It's not like small boats that you see out in, you know, Dunleary Harbour. Yeah. You know, where it's kind of all manual. Um, but there's definitely a bit, uh, generally a bit more of a relaxed a- atmosphere on a sailboat normally the guests are a bit more relaxed they're more out there to be part of the adventure uh and same with the crew but really when you get to the nitty-gritty they're pretty much the same thing 
Right. Okay. I'm learning a lot just from my my adventures in Below Deck. <laughs> so tell me, how how did you then end up on reality TV? So obviously you're you're a yachty, you're working. And I read, was it that COVID happened and you were just like, feck it, I'll I'll give this a go. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was working, you know, I had my job and I went on holiday in March 2022 and or sorry, 2020. Yeah. And uh, two weeks after my I, I had a month's holiday and two weeks into my holiday, COVID hit pretty hard. So I was in the UK flying back to Ireland that night. And I think it might have been the 16th of March. Yeah. Day before Paddy's Day. Real. Yeah. 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 We were watching the news and it was, um, you know, uh, flights to the US were stopping and you know I we were we were supposed to go on a hiking holiday my friend up to Kerry the next day and I called her I was in the airport like 10 p.m getting you know like an 11 p.m flight to Dublin and I was like I don't think this is happening and she's like no 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 it'll happen and I called the hotel and they were like we can take you tomorrow night but we can't we can't really take you after that and I was right. like yeah this is happening so went home and then within the week I lost my job and uh, that was all really crazy. And yeah, I did my first lockdown, you know, then at home within the six weeks. And it's pretty down and pretty depressed. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a few text messages being like, oh, below Decker recruiting. I had no interest in it before. And, it, you know, I, I was like, well, what do I have to lose? Like every every industry was shutting down. The yachting industry seemed, you know, very edgy Um and very up in the air yeah and I was just so down and I was like you're not thinking I was actually going to get it and I was like you know what what's I'll apply and what's the worst that can happen and then you know I got it and I was like you know what why not and a lot of going back and forth it was it wasn't an easy decision to make at all well it's good to hear that you gave it a lot of consideration because it is you know a massive deal and you are being watched by millions of people so I think some people just go into reality tv without actually thinking it through so I'm sure your family and friends and all were very supportive and keep you kind of oh yeah no I completely agree it was not a decision I made lightly it wasn't you know something I wanted or particularly kind of seeked out um and yeah huge consideration and kind of going one day, no, I'm not doing it. The next day, oh, I should do it. And, you know, it, you know, it could ruin my life or, it, you know, yeah. it could bring me opportunity. And it was every day was pretty much a, like one day I was certain I was doing it. The next day I was certain I wasn't doing it. And yeah, conversations galore with, you know, the family and friends yeah. <laughs> and kind of going back and forth. With it. But it was, yeah, it was a few months and then kind of like everything you just have to make a decision. I was just like, right, I'll go, I'll do it. And then it's you know, kind of sad. Yeah. So, well, you're obviously an adventurous person anyway. Like, so what's a bit of reality TV? Really? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have gotten much worse than COVID. So I was like, well, how much more worse can it get? Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Well, you come across amazing on the show and you seem to have really great relationships with your kind of your teammates and with the captain. Like, is it something that you, you think you're going to continue to do for the foreseeable? Um, you know, I, I don't know the the way it's it's we're kind of brought on to the show is quite last minute so right. they don't ask me till very last minute so people <laughs> ask me and I'm like you know they think I'm lying being like I don't know I'm like no I genuinely, genuinely don't know, don't know. Yeah. Um, you need to ask Bravo but uh, you know if the opportunity came up you know I, I don't see a reason 
as to why I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I guess only if, if something personal in my life changed, that would be the main reason why I wouldn't. So, yeah. but you know, I've had a great experience and it's, it, it's been a really fun journey and yeah, my life has changed very quickly in the last couple of years. So for me, yeah, it's only given me positive things. So for sure, I, I would be happy to do another season. Well, it's amazing to have an Irish Bravo celebrity because we don't, we haven't had one up until you. And now one of the New Jersey housewives, Dolores, she has a boyfriend from Tala. So I feel like slowly but surely we're infiltrating Bravo. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not know that. Now yeah. I watched that. I actually, he hasn't been in it yet. He'll be in the new season, but I actually met him at the same time I met you um, that night in the, the tequila bar. And I said to him, Paul, you're, you're, I didn't actually know he was from Tala, but I'm from Tala as well. So I was like, oh, you're a fellow and he was like yeah California and it was just so bizarre how did he meet her uh, he said he was he lives in New Jersey and he was set up with her by a friend and he didn't know who she was until after the first date and they're actually really cute and he took her home to Tala she met the family bit mad that he's taking my you know Dublin spot and Bravo (laughs) you know what I don't know how much he's going to be on the show that remains to be seen but I think he has to be (laughs) in some capacity but yeah it's great that's great no Irish housewife next yeah yeah exactly look I'm all for that you know it's a constant joke being like pick the wrong show I'm like why (laughs) do I pick the one show that I work my absolute ass off I'm like ugh and you do work your absolute ass off like that's the one thing I'm always struck by when I'm watching any of the Blow Deck shows is how hard a job it seems in such close quarters like I'm a bit kind of claustrophobic so I don't think I'd do well on a boat but you guys make it look not easy but like you know you, you get the job done really really well it's amazing yeah I know it's it, it I mean it's and it oh god yeah the, the job is so physical and it is in tight quarters and then adding you know a whole um kind of camera team and audio team and and the pressure of not just doing your job but you know how and, and even if you know the aim is not to think about how the audience is going to re- react at times you obviously do think about of that course. especially kind of late at night and that kind of pressure and and did I make the right decision and how is this going to impact the season and you know and it, it just doesn't stop it's yeah by far the most challenging thing I've ever done um so yeah we definitely 100% work very hard and play very hard and it is you know, a theme that you'll hear from every cast member being like, why would we do this show? Like, <laughs> I just don't, I'm like, when can I become a housewife? How does this happen? <laughs> oh my God, petition for Daisy to become a housewife, please. Yeah, I'm all for that. And he seems to really love you as well. He gave you a special shout out at his Legends Ball. So, I mean, you're <laughs> get a diamond, go to Beverly Hills, that'd be ideal. <laughs> oh look you're talking my language <laughs> yeah I love it but speaking of those close quarters how does one get camera ready like in a, I know you're working and you're not obviously wearing a lot of makeup or but even how do you like dry your hair and stuff and, and feel confident enough to go on camera when you're working on a bloody boat well yeah you don't <laughs> Not, <laughs> you know I don't really wear makeup when I'm working anyway and you know we don't have time to do it and like I do kind of dry my hair every you know couple of days or whatever you know when I wash it but like that time is like such valuable sleeping time so I'll like work it out um a day to wash my hair that you know I I, I 
have a bit of extra time that I can take a bit of an extra break because I do not want my hair drying to, to cut into my sleep time. Yeah. You know, some of the girls that I've worked with, they, you know, put on a lot of makeup and I was just, I was blown away. I was like, how are you sitting there for kind of 30, 40 minutes every day putting on makeup like when you could have been sleeping? Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it, you know, it's what they make them feel good. Um, so I should fair play to them. But for me, yeah, I just, it's very minimal what I do on Below Deck for sure. And you must be able to like sleep kind of on command, are you? Because I'd be terrible at that as well. Oh yeah, you're absolutely wrecked. Yeah, you, the first few days of every season, I definitely struggle to sleep, um, especially the first season because I just had such bad anxiety and I was so nervous. Yeah. But the sleep always catches up, always, always. And obviously there's patterns of sometimes you're like, oh, I just couldn't sleep and it's so frustrating. But overall, I'd say, kind of 85% of the time you're just shattered and as soon as you get into bed you pass out yeah right okay so it's it's your body is just like right done yeah no for sure it's physically and mentally it's just you're and you're drinking kind of every three days and it's yeah you you'll find you'll find a way to get to sleep for sure and they're always talking about obviously the season when is the season is is it the same for every boat or is, is it kind of different um, yeah, so season would typically run, uh, like the med season would kind of rule of thumb is kind of from about Easter through till maybe the end of September. Uh, but, you know, the busiest times would be like June, July, August, maybe the beginning of September. That's kind of the med season. And then the Caribbean season runs from about boats will start to cross in about November and that will run to about March, April. And um, again, the busiest months would be like December, January, February. Right. But so year round if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. And seasons are only, you know, really we go by like chart. When we talk about seasons, you kind of go by charter seasons and right. them being the busiest months. But in theory, you can work all year round. Like I work for private owners and you work all year round. I don't know why we talk about seasons so much. It's just one of those <laughs> terms that... I guess, you know, in your industry, you've kind of turned, you're like, I don't know know why we say that, but because it's really all year round. But I guess you want to identify when the busiest time is. Right. Well, I could talk to you about boats and all of that (laughs) stuff all day, but we want to talk glam. So when I was talking to you at BravoCon, I ran into Mairead, your hairdresser, which is such a tiny world. I used to work with Mairead years ago, maybe 10 years ago on Kiss Magazine beauty shoots. And I remember when she just, she was like, oh, I'm moving to New York. And I was so jealous. And then I just ran into her in the the VIP room at BravoCon, which is wild. So how did you two find one another? Well, I had actually put up, uh, so I did an event called Upfronts, which is an advertising um. Yes. Another thing. Yeah. Uh, preview, for, isn't it? The, the coming season. Uh, it's not not really a brief preview. They put um like a big show on stage for advertisers. So networks do it. So our network is NBC. So they put, you know, a little like five minute display of each show. Right. Uh, and we had like a Bravo one. I had no idea what this thing was, but and so it's a showcase to the, you know, the biggest advertisers in the US, which is, you know, essentially how a show kind of makes their money and kind of is like, you know, buy our slot screen or whatever. Yeah. And uh, which was awesome to be a part of. So that was back in April. So I needed a hairdresser. So I put it up on Instagram and I got it like a load of recommendations. 
but I saw that this girl was Irish. Uh, so, you know, I want to support Irish where I can. Yeah. So, you know, I just kind of, I've seen she'd done other Bravo people. So she kind of knew what she was doing. <laughs> so yeah. uh, she'd done other kind of influencers in Ireland, their hair. I think she did Louise Cooney when she's over in New York. So I was like, right, she must be sending me know what she's doing. She's Irish. You know, I'll reach out to her and, and you know, ask her to do my hair. So th- that's how we first met. So she had my hair for up front. And then obviously I asked her to do my hair for Bravo as well, BravoCon. And it was amazing. Like you had some looks at BravoCon. Oh, like, she, oh, yeah, she did an amazing job. Like, like I said, I don't really think about stuff. I kind of just have my outfit. And even then I just brought like a load of clothes. And I, I was like, everyone's like, what are you wearing in each day? I was like, I'll figure it out in the day. Yeah. And you pour my rage, you know, like with everyone. I'm like, um, you just pick. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> But that's so, part of the, the perks of being a celebrity. You're just like, glam squad, go to work. I'm just here. <laughs> like, I'd love that. I'd love the so hair part. She, yeah, exactly. No, she was great. So she came up with all the looks and yeah, she did an incredible job. And, and it, the, the, it just brings the looks. When you just see the dress, it's just like nothing really. And then the glam squad come in and then it's like, oh my God, you're like, I look amazing. And the hair I really think is about like 75% of it it's yeah. just such a statement and she did an amazing job so yeah she's very excited for her absolutely excited for her because like I said it'd been about 10 years since I'd seen her so thrilled and she was telling me that she does Craig Conover's hair and mm-hmm. Luke from Summer House so she, yeah fair play to Mairead what a gal yeah um, but so I was commenting actually on the podcast on the last episode about how I've never seen so many glossy people in my life as I did at BravoCon. Like everybody was made up to the max and like every inch of them that you could see had makeup on. I was like, I've never felt more hideous in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really is like, like you're going on stage, I guess, at something like that. So it's essentially a stage look, right? Well, yeah, this is it. And it was very stressful to come up with what look you wanted because the brief was a bit strange um I've obviously never done any of these events really so I kind of just had to picture what it was like and I was like okay well obviously there's press obviously you're up on stage and having in face makeup to stage makeup is very different or to having flash photography different like it's so heavy in person um but it obviously comes up really well on stage or when you have a lot of lights and flash photography so I kind of just had to use my cop really and be like, yeah. right, well, I guess this is, and you want to have, you know, statement pieces and a guess because there, again, there's a lot of press there. So you don't want to kind of wash into the crowd. So it felt very awkward being so glammed up at 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and it did feel a bit uncomfortable when you were meeting fans who were wearing their tracksuits yeah. and their trainers. <laughs> But I guess that's, you know, the part of it. And, and I guess they want to, you know, see you done up. And it, I thank God I did look that way because everyone obviously was really dressed up. Yeah. And so, you know, thank God I didn't turn up for my trains and my tracksuit. Um, so you were very yeah. kind of on trend because I noticed a few trend across the weekend, across the weekend. And one of them was like sequins. So you wore like a long sequins and then another was neon and you were in neon on one of the days. So you did really well. Well done. <laughs> Oh, well, th- I thank you. I, I did notice that as well. And that was complete, you know, by chance. <laughs> so it just happens. I really like neon and really like sequins. So, um, no, it was it was great. 
And who are you personally excited to to see in the flesh? Do you love Housewives yourself? Like, would you be a fan? I don't. I, the only one I've really watched is the kind of OG of um, Beverly Hills. Yeah. So they were the ones I was most kind of excited for. Like I'd, I'd seen Kylie before, or Kyle, I keep saying Kylie, Kyle um, Richards before Back It Up Fronts. And then I got to see this time like Taylor and Brandy. And, yes. Um, I was excited. Brandy was really sweet with me and she knew who I was. So they were She's kind a of the fan ones. Brandy is herself. Like, yeah. 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 So that, that was really cool. So I enjoyed that. They were probably the ones that I were most excited for because I actually knew they were. Yeah. Well, I was um, like a, a kid in a candy shop because I watch everything. So I was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's the guys from Vanderpump Rules. Oh my God, it's the Atlanta house. I was like, I was just feral myself, I have to say. <laughs> but I actually, I interviewed Kyle for this podcast back in the summer and I was absolutely thrilled because she remembered me. I was like, oh my God, Kyle Richards knows who I am. I shouldn't remember my name or anything. But she's like, <laughs> the Irish girl with the magazine. I was like, yes, that is me. And I, another oh, thing, that's Rob. Oh, so you met her at Rob. and she remembered you. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I was that's in that. Really I was. Nice. I was in that room where I definitely wasn't meant to be. You know, the, the kind of <laughs> and um, yeah, I met everybody that night. So yeah, it was amazing. Okay, let's talk skincare. So, are you a skincare girly? Would you have your kind of go-to products? Well, this this made me laugh because I told my friend, actually met her, Elaine. Um, she had made the lunch when, yeah, and she was like, oh, I'm going to have a podcast. And she was like laughing and she's like, oh my God, Daisy, you need to prepare for what you're going to talk about because she knows I know <laughs> nothing about, like, Would Elaine. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, I, do, I do still wear stuff. So she's like, just be honest, just say this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think for me, um, yeah, I, but I don't wear much makeup, you know, uh, except for if I'm going out really is the only time I wear makeup, but I am big into not necessarily skin routine, but having good skin. Yes. So I love, I love not having to wear makeup and, you know, luckily be like, you know, blemish free and, you know, be regular with the, with getting facials. I drink loads of water and, you know, things like moisturizing and, washing my face so they're all kind of more my go-to yeah. and then what kind of you know, brands are you into do you stock up when you're in the states or are there any kind of uk or irish brands that you'd use um i'm always kind of open to using new stuff and i'm quite lucky that my skin takes really to anything i find anyway um i always love using drunk elephant i've been using them for a while and yeah. i don't know maybe I, it's it's the elephant and the neon colors. I don't know. I really <laughs> <Yeah>. think it <laughs> might be the packaging, but um, no, I've been using them for a while and I always really like them. And uh, I've been, I work with a uh, sun cream brand called Coats that I've been using for about a year now, which I love as well. And yeah, that's the one thing I regret not kind of using when I was younger was sun cream because I've definitely yeah, I wanted to ask you that because obviously you must have to wear pretty heavy duty stuff if you're on a boat all day in the med yeah well I never did before so I and have you take the sin damage you look like you take a tan though do you go brown like if you're in the sun because I, don't. I do I right. do but I definitely I kind of turned like 32 maybe and one day I just woke up with so much pigmentation in my forehead and I was like oh my god what is this and you know it's just and sunspots so that even though I take a tan I you know I have 
kind of fried myself. I love yeah. being in the sun, love being tanned. So that's definitely a huge regret of mine and something that I try and keep on. And I'm great for putting it on in the morning, but I need to get better for kind of reapplying during the day. Um, yeah. You know what's great, actually? An Irish brand sculpted by Amy. Um, she has like a spray oh, yeah. on SPF 50 and it's almost like a cool down mist as well. Those spray on ones are really good. So, oh, fab. Yeah, I got a world. Because it's just easier as well. Like I'm just lazy when it comes to stuff like that. So anything that's easy yeah. for me, then yeah. So I love a spray on. <laughs> and a gradual tan as well. If you don't, if you want to look tanned, but you don't want the hassle of putting on fake tan, especially on a boat, it's like just like a moisturizer with a gradual tan in it, like Sandra Pedro. Oh, fab. Yeah. So these, these are my tips and tricks for boat. Beauty. Oh no, I look, I'm loving it. <laughs> Literally tell you what I do, but I know this is much better this way, right? I, I see a feature in my future, both beauty by Vicky. Um, but like even things like how do you stay on top of like I don't know doing your eyebrows and hair removal and all of that kind of stuff on a boat, or is that just stuff that you do on dry land and then like you know just put up with it on the boat? Yeah, it is like that's you know I kind of slowly moved back to land, and one of those things, one of the things I was getting sick of was kind of beauty stuff and I really don't do a huge amount so I yeah. don't even know somebody who gets you know a lot Lashes of stuff. and everything yeah, yeah. exactly and um, I was just getting sick of it because I get like three days like let's say I came to London for a week I would honestly spend three days going to get my nails done going yeah. to get my eyebrows done do this do that and I was just sick of it but um Luckily, I, I really don't get a huge amount done, so I can get away with it. I did get laser for hair removal, which is the best thing I ever did. Absolutely yeah. love it. I re- wish I'd done it sooner. Um, eyebrows, you know, I get threaded and tinted. And again, nothing too crazy. So I can get away with it for quite a few months at a time. Yeah. Um, not in your cabin, poking yourself in the eye with a tweezers. No, luckily not. So there's really nothing I, I do when I'm working for a while I, it, as soon as I do have time off it's my immediate go-to go get a facial go get my nails done go get my eyebrows done but yeah in general I, I kind of don't really do anything on the boat and I do keep stuff to a minimum like my hair I get balayage so it can grow out and look yeah. natural um because I don't know when I would get it done again god that's fascinating I love all this because I just think of like what I do just to go on holiday for a week you know, yeah. I'm not on the telly when I'm on holiday. So, yeah, it's fascinating. So, oh, look, at BravoCon was about, I honestly say I was b- between buying everything and um, getting the facials and Botox and the eyebrows and the nails. I say it was about six weeks working on it. Yeah, absolutely. Getting like, my hair coloured, like it just never ends. And you've taken into account things like jet lag. Do you get jet lagged, actually? Because some people don't believe in it. But I really do. Oh my god, it's it's 100% a thing. That's that's not yeah. even a thing to not believe in it. I know. Some people um, like it's it's not real. You just you just adjust your body's time. I'm like, no, I'll be dead for like five days after a transatlantic trip. I won't be dead. I'll be fine, but mainly because I have to be. <laughs> you know what? I was jet lagged after daylight savings time this week, so I can't say anything. I'm obviously a special, special case. But yeah. Because I always, people who travel for a living, my best friend um, pre pandemic was a travel writer. She'd be just, she'd be like, oh, I'm going to Fiji tomorrow. And then she'd just be gone. And then she'd be back and she'd be like, okay, I'm going to South Africa now. And I just kind of marveled at her ability to to kind of stay on top of it all. So I'm, I'm just fascinated by people who travel for a living and the travel industry on the whole as well. And both. Yeah, are- I think um, 
I think it's just uh, you just have to it's it's not a a choice I think maybe if I was going two or three times a year yeah uh, which which a lot of people obviously you know travel that amount yeah. not the, the level of I I travel and and I think it is easy to be like oh I'm jet like whereas I don't have a choice <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's I don't get to turn up and you know and I I like you said I can nap where I can and I just kind of get around it that way but it can be annoying there's definitely been days where I haven't slept in the plane and I'm absolutely exhausted and yeah. things like that but if I can sleep and I can nap great I will if I can't I have to go to work well that'd be that and if you're in an airport beauty hall what is the first thing you're buying do you have kind of any any specials that you look for when you're traveling well recently I got um NARS orgasm the liquid blusher I got obsessed and it's been my mission for the last like four or five airport trips to get it because it's completely sold out I don't know if it's been restocked because I've changed my Charlotte but that was my go-to the last four or five times I've been in the airport was straight over to NARS and yeah it's completely out of stock and well, if you can't get your paws on that, Charlotte Tilbury's pink gasm is very similar. That's that's what I, I've I've gone to now. It's fab. Um, yeah, so I'm loving that. So they were kind of uh yeah, that was my mission recently. And I, I I always enjoy a good matte painter, I always enjoy a good matte lipstick. Yeah. And especially in the airport, it just feels more decadent or something buying beauty products and the bargains to be had. Because I was spending a fortune on this L'Occitane almond shower gel. And then when I was heading to BravoCon, I saw it in the airport for like half the price. I always forget oh, wow. that there's bargains to be had in the airport, so especially, well, especially cheaper if you're going transatlantic, isn't it? Even again, the real duty yeah. free. Yeah. Well, you get it with yeah, like- now, you get it between feckin' London or the UK. Oh, and yeah. Ireland. Yeah, so. There's signs everywhere, like stuck up on booze. <laughs> it's like, lads, we're grand. It's a <laughs> half hour flight, relax. Um, so are you based in London most of the time now? Is that kind of where you travel from? I am, yeah. Now I say that and I probably spend a week, a month in my apartment, but right. I'm trying to spend more time. And yeah, this is kind of where I'm, I'm calling home at the moment. Right. And for such a low maintenance gal, do you have like a signature scent or anything like that that makes you feel fab? No, I am wearing Daisy by Marc Jacobs at the moment. I'll buy a bottle of something and then I'll use that and then I'll buy something else. But yeah, I'm loving the Daisy by Marc Jacobs. I'm into like very kind of fresh fragrances at the moment. Is it the, the lemon one? Right. Uh, you know, I have it here. It's the Maison Margiela. Yeah, that's the brand. <laughs> oh, is that the one? How do I see I do I do I see the which flavor it is. It normally says it kind of in the middle and then there's a middle of the label. Oh, fragrance description. Well, the fragrance description says soft skin and bed linen. Oh, okay. That sounds fresh. Originally lazy Sunday morning. Oh, there you go. They have they have like ones that smell like libraries, one that smell like a beach walk. They're really fab. The replica and they've candles now as well. It mo- the name must be Lazy Sunday Morning. It must be, yeah. They yeah, actually well, have um, <laughs> Dublin Rain now as well. It's the first Irish one. Oh, wow. Really nice. Yeah. Kind of fresh scent. So there you go. Yeah. So I'm very into the fresh scent. So yeah, I'm using Daisy from Mark Jake. But Daisy is cute. Go back to the 
the racket cow one there. The lazy Sunday morning. So. Daisy, daisy for Daisy is very cute. And they have lots of different types of Daisy now. They bring out special edition ones all the time. So there's a collection. I think I might have a, a special edition. Now I'm going to go check. Um, yeah, I'm also using <laughs> Elaine's going to be very excited with me. like, you weren't prepared at all. No, I love this because it's real. <laughs> if you're being yourself. Well, look, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to me. Um, I'm sure you'll be tuning into the new Below Deck. Is it a Below Deck Adventure? I like the sound it of it. It is. Me and my roommate, roommate watched it last night. It's a, it's a good one. I'm excited because like I said, when I met you, I've been so focused on Housewives and its spin-offs that I hadn't really got into Below Deck. But when I was at BravoCon, one of the evenings Mediterranean was on and I just ended up watching about seven or eight episodes of it. So I'm getting them <laughs> all now and this will be my new obsession. I'll be hip-shaped by <laughs> Well, you, ha- you have to watch Sailing next. Yes, absolutely. I watched a couple in preparation for this. Oh, good. I watched your first episode and I watched one from this season as well. So I'm, I'm going to watch them all properly now. <laughs> Okay, so I've seen yeah. the, it's the Daisy Mark Jacobs skies. That's the one I'm wearing. That's one of the special editions, yeah. No. Yeah, that's fab. Well, thank you so much and best of luck. And I hope we get to see more of you on Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Oh, thank you, Vicky. Thanks for having me on. Right, no worries. Thanks so much. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Glow Up, sponsored by Malfi Gin. Personally, I think that conversation would have paired really nicely on a yacht with a nice Malfi cocktail. Uh, the Malfi range brings you three delicious flavoured gins, so you can always choose the right flavour to match your style. Always drink responsibly, get the facts and be drink aware. Visit drinkaware.ie for more. And I'll be back in a fortnight with another fabulous guest. <laughs>